Welcome. This is the She's Capable podcast with Christelle, Shelby, and Ashley. We want to champion you, have real discussions on real issues, and have fun. We want you to thrive spiritually, emotionally, and in your practical life. Hey, welcome to the She's Capable podcast. Today, I'm here with Shelby and Christelle. Hi. Hello. And we are going to be chatting about spiritual growth. This is a topic that we're really passionate about Mm -hmm. and this is part of each of our stories and we're just so excited to be back on the podcast chatting about this together. Mm -hmm. Um, Spiritual growth for us and just as we've been hashing out She's Capable in these three different aspects of spiritual, emotional, and practical. We're really honing in on the spiritual and we see the foundation of that being desire and friendship with God and growing with him, journeying with him. And none of us are experts in this. We're no. all on a journey. We are learning all going, the time. Yeah, going from glory to glory. So um, we're just going to get right into this. And um, yeah, like for y'all, what his spiritual growth looked like been like in different seasons well I know for me I'll start um I I always I grew up in a Christian home and I always wanted to be really close to the Lord and there was a lot of seasons of my life where I really had that tangible feeling of his presence yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a lot of times where you just don't feel him either right and Mm -hmm. I I went on to understand that there's the seasons in your spiritual life just just like seasons in the natural Mm -hmm. Um, but he's always with us right and so for me it was like I had this prayer to-do list like we all kind of have those it's like Mm -hmm. this checklist and I'm going to spend time with God I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pray and read my Bible and I have my little list of things I'm asking him for you know and Mm -hmm. so I would do that all the time and mm-hmm. I was pretty faithful with it, to be honest. I would read my Bible pretty regular and talk to the Lord pretty regular, but it wasn't a conversation. It was a one-way, like, talking at God, now that yeah. I've really researched, you know, like, what yeah. it is um, to have, yeah, understood what it is, is a better word, um, to have a relationship. It's a conversation. So, mm-hmm. but I would take, do all that, and it would take me about 10 minutes to mm-hmm. have my prayer time, right? <laughs> yeah. And another 10 minutes to read the Bible, which, yeah. hey, is better than nothing. Yes. Like, you start somewhere. But I really began to get this hunger in me, personally. It was like, man, I'm hungry for more of God. And, you know, I, I've been recently thinking about hunger and Mm -hmm. hunger is the avenue to the deeper things of God, but how do you get hunger? And so it starts by like hungering to hunger. Mm -hmm. Like, so even if you're hearing us today, talk about this and you don't feel like you're hungry or you just, you know, aren't there where you want to be, don't feel bad because we all go through that. But I began to actually get hungry as I meditated and thought about and had a revelation of God's desire for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys have mm-hmm. thoughts on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, and I think that, like, you're talking about desire. I, I remember uh, a point in my life, and I think we can all be really critical of ourselves. It's easy for me over and over again to be like, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job getting mm-hmm. in my word. I'm not yeah. close enough to the Lord. Yeah. Um, and there are seasons where I have been able to set more time aside or I've been more intentional to set mm-hmm. more aside. Uh, time with the Lord and there have been seasons where I haven't and there's a significant difference but even I remember a moment where the Lord um, 
was just showing me in my quiet time with him, I was like, Lord, I just feel disconnected. I'm sorry. I haven't been doing my devotions lately. Mm -hmm. I haven't spent time with you in weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm a terrible Christian. Like that whole thing of like, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. And (laughs) I remember the Lord just showing me, he's like, Shelby, I think that you are faithful. And it, it like, it moves my heart to see that you even want me, that you're actually even hungry for me. Even in those times where you don't always choose me Mm -hmm. and you don't always put me as highest priority, I actually still see that your heart is for me. And so like even you were saying, Christelle, um, it really does start with the hunger to hunger. And God Mm -hmm. is pleased with even that first step. And obviously the more you grow or different seasons, like God has expectations, or not expectations, but there's higher standards or like things that you can go deeper Mm -hmm. after at different points in your life. But he also is still moved by that Mm -hmm. simple all right, God, I'm, I'm right here and I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I'm not doing it always right, but I want more of you and I'm here to find that. Yeah, and I think I, what I love about that is you're making yourself available. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much like in desire, we can over-spiritualize it and be like, oh, I have to be doing these things yeah. to be close to God. Yeah. But if I think of even a marriage relationship, and we were talking about this the other day, and desire being like, when my husband desires me, I can't help but respond. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm desiring him, there's that exchange that's so beautiful. Yeah. And with Jesus, it's like he's desiring me so consistently and so constantly that sometimes if I move into like a religious mindset, I could be like, I'm actually not doing good enough yeah. responding to you and I'm failing on mm-hmm. my end of the mm-hmm. deal. When really it's like he's always wanting to draw close. He's moving towards me in desire and mm-hmm. I can just make myself available to him mm-hmm. and respond to that desire. Yeah. So Well and Jesus echoes that thought in yeah. John seventeen. He actually says, Father, I desire that they be with me where I am. Yeah. And it's the high so pre- pre- priestly prayer of Jesus. It's like if you haven't read it, it it's it's astounding if you mm-hmm. can really take the time to sit and read through those words. Yeah. But we're also he also says for the joy set before me I'm gonna endure the cross. For the joy he's what he's saying is the joy is us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? He had That's us so in true. his mind when he went to the cross and it, the cross wasn't just some place he went to like wipe out our sin mm-hmm. history. He went to the cross for the joy set before him so which was us so he could have us, obtain mm-hmm. us. You know, he loved us and we are we are more than just servants of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we are more than the army of God. We are the bride of Christ. And mm-hmm. he wants us to function from that place of deep intimacy. And I think we can't ignore that when we were talking about, you know, growing in our relationship with God and having spiritual growth mm-hmm. and really cultivating mm-hmm. a deep relationship mm-hmm. with him. Because like mm-hmm. like Ashley said, in marriage, you know, I could sit and, and it does come. You have to sit time aside Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I mean we all do that with our husbands right I mean you're like you can't get an awesome relationship without time Mm -hmm. so setting aside time is not what's wrong it's Mm -hmm. just that the time that you set keep in mind that you're intentionally going to talk to a person Mm -hmm. and you're intentionally cultivating Mm -hmm. and you're talking to him he's talking back to you you're letting the word hit you and understanding that those words are alive it's Mm -hmm. not just a bible that we read yeah like it's Mm -hmm. alive and it's Mm -hmm. his love letter to us and so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of practical things we could say about growing in relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord, but at the at the very foundation, it has to come, our desire comes from knowing His desire mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, that's good. And I think, too, that setting aside time, that time is set aside and we spend time with Him, but then it makes us crave more. Mm-hmm. So it makes us crave more of just, like, hanging out with Him totally. during the day and being like, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? Yeah. And really living in the day-to-day rhythm mm-hmm. and 
a period of my life I was um, newly married and I wasn't working I wasn't a student and I came out of a really busy season Mm -hmm. and I was just like man I feel wound up and I feel kind of Mm hard-hearted and I was just relearning this rhythm with the Lord of like spending time with him and getting the word and growing spiritually and a verse that he led me to is in Matthew 11, and I'm going to read 28 through 30, and this is out of the message translation. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Mm -hmm. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm -hmm. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I read that and I was like, dang, that is like rubber, like rubber Rubber meeting the road. Like the, the spiritual, like where it's all in our head or all like, oh, this is intention. It's like, well, this actually looks like inviting God into my workplace, Mm -hmm. into my friendships, in the way I'm mothering, Mm -hmm. in the day to day and the doing the dishes and just Mm -hmm. like becoming aware of his presence yeah because he's a person yeah and we get to know him like Mm -hmm. it's amazing well and I'm I'm always like amazed at how unwavering God's desire is for us and it's like something that I can't fully comprehend right and I don't think we ever will until we meet him in heaven Mm -hmm. but um just over and over again like we don't love people that way even Mm -hmm. loving my husband like even that relationship has opened up my eyes when I'm feeling ugly not just externally but in my heart where I'm like wow you are seeing the ugliness that is deep in there that I didn't even was in there and he chooses to love me anyway and yet God loves us even more Mm. unconditionally and unwaveringly than that and that's amazing to me and like that's the same like with certain friendships that where I've had where if you go to a certain point and then you're like wow you're seeing the real me and it's Mm -hmm. kind of scary Mm -hmm. and yet there's certain relationships where they're like well this doesn't change how I see you or your ugliness your sin whatever Whatever it is doesn't change how I feel about you. Mm -hmm. And that's how God feels towards us. And that's something that, again, like I still am working through. Transforms you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like changing my whole heart, knowing that when I sit down before him, it's not this long list of things that I have Mm -hmm. and haven't done. He's Mm -hmm. still fully desiring me and seeing me in that light. Mm -hmm. Well, and he sees us, you know, how he's going to, like he sees us the way he designed us to be. Mm -hmm. He sees us in truth. He sees us how we are when we're totally perfect billions of years from now. Like Mm -hmm. that's how he interacts with us. And it's actually astounding in, um, first Thessalonians chapter five. Um, it talks about praying without ceasing, rejoicing always, praying without ceasing, giving thanks in all circumstances. And I've, I read that verse one time and I was like, pray without ceasing. Like, how do you do that? Like, and you know, I, I read a book. It was just a tiny little book by, um, a man named Brother Andrew, and it's called Practicing the Presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I loved this book because I'm a mom, and as a mom, like, I needed I needed some answers here mm-hmm. for, like, this whole spending time with the mm-hmm. Lord stuff. Because, it's not as easy. Yeah. Well, the time... <laughs> time-wise and even when I did have time you're kind of exasperated from like you know yelling at kids or cleaning up messes or whatever that Mm -hmm. it's like I don't feel very spiritual right now Mm -hmm. and so the practicing the presence of God idea is basically can be applied to anyone's life it's Mm -hmm. like in mundane tasks of life things that you don't really need your mind for right Mm -hmm. which is a lot of motherhood which is a lot of our life honestly you know Mm -hmm. we shower we drive we blow dry our hair you know, we put on our makeup and our there's something always in our mind. Mm-hmm. And why not tune it in to just talking to the Holy Spirit, you mm-hmm. know, living inside of us. Practicing the presence is just mm-hmm. being like, hey, God, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like, 
I love you. I thank you for your mm. presence in my life. And just that simple thing transformed my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing that. And there was a season of my life um, where I just felt that wooing of the Lord. And I don't mm-hmm. know what other word to use but that, but I just felt him pulling and drawing me off. Yeah. And I would, the second I would feel that, and I still feel that to this day, but when you, mm-hmm. when I feel it and I pay attention to it and I just stop what I'm doing, I'm just like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, God, like, hey, you're, I'm just acknowledging that you're here. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your mm-hmm. presence. I'm yeah. acknowledging that you're with me. And just mm-hmm. doing that helps you to pray without mm-hmm. ceasing, mm-hmm. right? It helps you to be filled with the Holy Spirit continually, like it says in Colossians and it says in Ephesians, both say kind of echo the same thing. It's like we're supposed to be filled with the Spirit continually. Mm-hmm. And you do that by talking to the Holy Spirit. You yeah. do that by acknowledging the presence of God in your life mm-hmm. and you can practice His presence. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's the most practical, one of the most practical yeah. ways to spend time with God outside of also the time you set aside. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Something I love about practicing the presence of God, too, is is that whole concept of you become what you behold. So mm-hmm. the more I focus on Him and His nature, it's like, oh, I'm getting to know you, and you made me in your image. Yeah. So it's like by focusing on Him and becoming aware of Him, it brings out the best mm-hmm. in us as well. And just chatting about practicing the presence, I'm thinking of something that my husband and I do, and we take moments just at night or throughout the day and we just really take a moment to look at each other face to face and just say thanks so much for what you you're doing Mm -hmm. I see that you're working hard and this is something I really appreciate about you just a moment yeah and it's like that increases desire Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it really changes things because Mm -hmm. we could get caught up in all the circumstances and all the things and all the noise right but it's like just taking a moment a face-to-face moment and becoming aware of each other and just saying thank you. And like you were saying, Christelle, like moving in gratitude, even with the Holy Spirit, and being like, thank you that you're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you that you're with me. Well, it almost auto-corrects you... yeah. perspective. Yeah. yeah, course correct. So right? acknowledging his presence yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, too, like that's why friendship with God is so valuable is because like we can see God as a father. We can see God Mm -hmm. um, as a lover. We can see God in every aspect, but I think what is attached to each of those things is friendship with God. Mm -hmm. It's communing with him. Like we're talking about here, it's more than just going through the motions or Mm -hmm. sitting down, cracking open my Bible, reading this chapter and okay, Mm -hmm. I checked it off the list. It's actually communion with God. It's spending time with him. Like I would look to for a deep friendship. Mm -hmm. And so something that's so valuable with that, I remember I read a verse. um, It's Exodus 33, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And I remember reading that for the first time um, a couple of years ago. And I was like, whoa, like that's what I want with mm-hmm. God. I want to come before him and speak face to face like a friend, like yeah. somebody that I can ask a question and hear his response, mm-hmm. that will hear what I have to say, that I can come and be a mess and he'll comfort me and I'll mm-hmm. really feel that comfort or I'll come and express how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking or even many times throughout the Old Testament, David goes before the Lord and he asks God, what should I do? And waits for the answer. Mm-hmm. Like how often do I do that in my life? And that's something I constantly am hungering for in my life is to treat God that way like a friend like somebody that I am going to ask a question and want to hear his genuine response or God I need direction okay I'm going to actually look for where you want me to be or what you want me to do and that boils down to a friendship relationship I think I love that we're talking talking about friendship with God because there's so much vulnerability in friendship Mm, and recently like 
I was thinking of friendships in my own life and I was like, man, I'm really craving like depth in this certain friendship. And I was talking with the Lord about it and he's like, well, what are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm afraid of not like bringing my true self to the friendship, which mm. was weird because I felt really comfortable with this person. Yeah, and you're typically good at that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what? That's so weird. And he was like, just be you and bring you, Ashley, mm. and let them love you the mm. way that you are now. You don't have it all together, but that's not what it's mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And so I just had like an open, honest conversation with this friend, and then it deepened the connection, and I was like, Dang, it's so important to remember to be honest, like in friendship, but it points back to even our relationship with God, like honesty with mm-hmm. him. Cause yeah. there's times in my own life where I'm like, Oh, I feel this way or that way, but I'm not talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's this dead end conversation in my mind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm experiencing it, but it's like, whoa, he's such a safe place mm-hmm. that he can reconcile the shame or the fear of rejection or fear of failure, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Because that reconciliation is, I want to draw you close. Mm. And so through that, like, he can bring healing, restoration yeah. to, like, our lives through friendship. And well, and it's amazing, amazing that he wants to be friends with yeah. us, too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, if you just yeah. sit for a second, because I know. It's so powerful. Like, it's mind-blowing, it's, really. Yeah. We have the God of the universe that's, yeah. like, inviting us into friendship. Yeah. And really, intimacy in all categories of life. Right, because yeah. we're like he wants full on, full blown intimacy, yeah. and he Seeing creates a yeah, yeah banqueting table before us. It's like he guys like come and eat with me. Let's just yeah. sit together, like let's mm. talk. And I just I want I want to know you, but I want you to know me. Yeah. And you know he knows us so well already, mm-hmm. and he knows all of our stuff. And for some reason we're you know we got, we were even guarded with the Lord. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I got to a point probably about ten years ago where I would sit and spend time with God, and. I had nowhere to go with some things, so I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to pour out my heart to God. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to say everything yeah. out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I'm feeling. This is what's happening. This is how I'm feeling about it. And then I would stop after my cry fest, you know, for 10, 15 minutes, however long, mm-hmm. and then I would just say, God, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I would just sit there, and he would just minister to me and yeah, minister to me and so minister powerful. to me. And it was like, I felt healing in that, and mm-hmm. I felt, you know my perspective shifting mm. and just like I can look back at even in some hard seasons whenever I brought those things to the Lord and really just told him even though some of the circumstances didn't change mm. I my perspective changed and I got healing in my heart mm. from some of those things and that's, that's part so of why good. he wants friendship yeah. with us mm. he's not scared of our craziness yes. yeah you know he's so not true. scared he's saying even Psalm 116 one it says um I bent like I love the Lord who bends down to listen to my heart's cry mm. like he literally is like say it girl like mm. Tell me what you're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. think that's astounding. Yeah. Well, and what's cool about the Lord is like you were saying, this God of the universe chooses to have friendship with us. But not only that, but we've mentioned this before, but God is an emotional God. Mm-hmm. His heart is actually mm-hmm. moved by us. And so that's incredible to me that it's not just me sitting here and pouring out my heart and crying and being real. It's like mm-hmm. we actually like, I somebody gave me a word one time and they were like, I just see a picture of of the Lord just weeping on his throne with you in his presence. And I was like so moved by that idea of like, oh my goodness, like even me choosing him, me going after him, me actually laying out my heart and weeping. Like when I'm hurting, he is crying. Mm -hmm. When I am full of joy, he is Mm -hmm. full of joy. That whole idea, that's pretty incredible if you Mm -hmm. think about it, that this God of the universe who who is in control of everything, who um, is the lover of my soul, is the one who's going to be moved by my heart Mm -hmm. and what 
I have to say and he cares about those things. Mm-hmm. And with sharing stories, it just makes me think like these stories, it's history with God. Mm. And that's what we're building. Like we're building trust yep. out of this. We're experiencing him. We're inviting mm-hmm. him into our everydays. And that's an invitation yeah. for for us consistently and for everybody listening is to really build history with the Lord. And, like, he's the creator of the universe. He didn't actually need us, mm-hmm. but he wanted us. Yeah. So he created humans. That's and true. that's amazing. Like, that yeah. blows my mind. It's so powerful. And with, like, building history, something in my own life, um, back whenever I was in ministry school at Bethel School of Ministry, I was finishing up my first year of ministry school there. And I was going to be going to China to nanny. And I just knew that it might be tough. It might feel lonely. Like I didn't know anybody there was going to babysit for some family friends in China. Like (laughs) I've never been there before. Yeah. Multiple continents away. Yeah, exactly. So something that I really love to do in just staying encouraged is getting the promises of God before me or encouraging words that have been spoken over my life. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was going to go into possibly a tough season. So I spent a whole day in, they have a prayer house at, um, or it's called a prayer chapel at Bethel School of Ministry. And it's just a place where you can go and be with the Lord and there's great music. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to set aside time and I'm going to go and write out every encouraging word I've been given on note cards. And I'm going to use that and I'm going to read those out whenever I'm in China and I'm discouraged and I need my hope to increase or I just need some encouragement Mm -hmm. and writing out the promises of God. And and that's just something really practical that I did. And I still read those cards, Mm -hmm. like creating history with him, Mm -hmm. like staying encouraged and being strengthened in the Lord is so key too. What would be a practical thing that you would do maybe? Yeah, well, some a tool that um, has completely changed my way of like talking to God and just spending time with Him is pray reading the the Word. Um, and what that kind of looks like is to take a verse, a passage out of the Bible, however short or long you want, um, reading it out, and then putting it into your own words, your own language, and then praying out whatever that might be. So, for example, Proverbs three five and six is like a verse that is really powerful in my mm-hmm. life. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I would take that verse after reading it, break it down, and put it in my own language, and be like, "All right, God, I I choose to trust you." Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you with everything. Loud, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. in my out loud, in my time with the Lord, like literally speaking it out, um, but just talking to him and saying, God, I trust you. You are the one that I rely on. I'm giving you my whole heart. I'm not leaning on my own thoughts, my own understanding. I actually trust your wisdom over mine. And you can break it down in depth as much as you want or simple, whatever it looks like. But it's really giving me a starting point because a lot of times, like Christelle, you had kind of said is like you can sit down and read the word for like 10 minutes and then be like, I'm out of stuff to do. Or I can sit down and pray for my list of people or issues to pray through and it's Mm -hmm. done. Where that actually gave me a tool to spend more quality time with the Lord Mm -hmm. where I could actually start at a verse. So I might pull a verse from a season I'm going through. If I need peace, I'm going to look up a verse on peace. And then I can break that down and it actually leads to conversation with God and then time of then letting him speak to me too. So stopping, not only just speaking out, but then waiting for his response to that. And that's brought me so much life in that time of more than just reading my Bible or just praying. It's actually kind of a combination of both. Mm -hmm. And and it really connects my heart with God. Yeah. And when there's different types of prayer too, and I think 
you know, to, to even understand that's kind of important. There's intercession prayer, where intercession is, is basically standing in the gap for someone else. Yeah. There's petition, which is asking God for things. Um, there's just prayers of gratefulness. There's, you know, intimacy prayers, which... Meditation yeah, prayers, mm-hmm. so like meditative. Pray reading the Bible. And, I mean, there's lots of different types of, of praying that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I know for me, like an, another area, like when you, when you are praying, you're doing different types of prayer. People ask sometimes, and we, we actually have a prayer ministry, mm-hmm. and people come when we, because we have this prayer ministry, they're like, I don't even know where to pray to, or like, who am I praying to, or what's happening? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's really two main areas to focus on internally. You're either standing before the throne, you know, and you're talking to the Father in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. typically, um, or you are talking to the Holy Spirit inside of you. And that doesn't, isn't to say you can't talk to Jesus, too, but, I mean, whatever, whoever you are talking to, picture in your mind. So, like, if I'm talking to the Holy Spirit, I'm literally turning inward, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the Spirit of God that lives, the Bible says, in my innermost parts. So it's basically in your belly. The Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. there. Like, He resides, so I can talk to Him. You know, I can go straight, visually, just march to the throne. It says mm-hmm. you can go to the throne of grace with confidence to obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need. You can just march in there. Be like, Father God, I love you. You mm-hmm. know, I just thank you. Here's some things that I'm, I'm needing, or, you know, I just want to spend time with you, or whatever you want to do. But I think for me, like, a big thing that is just transformed my life was, I call it the 20 second prayer rule. Hmm. And it's, it's just, I, I had some, like there was a season where I had a lot of burdens of other people's cause we were doing ministry and I was just carrying a lot of heavy things hmm. and people were coming with situations that were hard, you know, stuff with their kids or different hmm. marriage issues or really broken abuse situations. And I just was be- realizing I was carrying those yokes. Like they're yeah. heavy on me, they're weighing mm-hmm. on me. And I would wait till I had, this really set aside time. You know, my mm-hmm. list is getting longer and longer here. So I've mm-hmm. got an hour. I need to hash out all these things. Yeah. And so I started this 20 second prayer rule where it's just basically, this is for my own. I'm sharing this because we also want to share from a holistic standpoint to mm-hmm. actually keep yourself, your, your mental health good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't carry around some of this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would just say it to the Lord. The second it came to my mind, and we all have that where so-and-so's marriage pops to your mind mm-hmm. and it's kind of weighing on you, right? And so you're mm-hmm. like, God, I just lift up this couple and I just bring them before you and whatever you feel to pray, pray and drop that thing, you know, and leave it at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he takes care of it. And if he brings it back to you again, he needs you to pray it again. But we're never meant to just carry around burdens. We're meant to feel the burden and then give it to the mm-hmm. Lord and feel it and give it. And so the 22nd prayer thing has been transforming for me in my daily mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so powerful. Something that Shelby was talking about earlier was prayer reading the word and then even meditating on the word and for me um, it's really been the past two years that I've been implementing this more and what it's helped me in is really just softening my heart and mm-hmm. keeping keeping my heart soft before the Lord mm-hmm. and I remember sitting on my patio and I was just like bringing some circumstances before the Lord and some challenging things that we were going through and I was like God I don't know how to keep my heart like soft in mm. this moment because I felt bitterness wanting yeah. to come in and I just like took a verse and I meditated on that verse and I saw it in a whole new light mm-hmm. it's amazing how powerful just taking one verse mm-hmm. even it's a even if it's a verse that you've read over and over and over mm-hmm. again how much life can be on it when you just pause 
and focus on that one verse because for me I want to like rush through things sometimes but meditating on the word and prayer reading the word really invites you to slow down and really like soften and get before the Lord and let him speak it's like so true yeah yeah well, and I think another big thing, and we've kind of touched on this several times already, um, but is like listening for God's voice. And you might be, as a listener, like hearing us and going like, okay, can I hear God's voice? How do I hear God's mm-hmm. voice? And all those things. Um, and so something that is really helpful. So everyone can hear God's voice. And um, I'm actually reading a book right now called Secrets of the Secret Place by Bob Sorge. And it's really good and it touches on one of the main keys, one of the main secrets that he has found in his time with the Lord that he shares in that book is listening for God's voice. And like you were saying, Ashley, it can be easy to just like go through things or talk, talk, talk and not mm-hmm. actually listen for his voice. But to hear his voice, it really just takes dialing down and Mm -hmm. waiting on him and something that I find helpful to do that because you might go well it's hard to differentiate my voice and all these things there's four voices that are typically going on in our minds one is other people's voices and so you the goal would be to kind of eliminate some of these voices so you can really hear God's voice so one would be other people's so one way to get rid of those voices is to go somewhere that's quiet go to your bedroom or uh, your living room wherever it's going to be that is removed from people mm-hmm. um, so that it, that dials down immediately and then another voice is your own voice it's your own thoughts and so what you can do is just say like I silence my own thoughts in Jesus name like I want to hear God's voice mm-hmm. um, and then uh, uh, the other voice would be the voice of the enemy and mm-hmm. you would silence that too like I silence the voice of the enemy in any lies in Jesus name and then you the fourth voice is God's voice and you would give him room to speak and just say invite him like God I just want to hear what you have to say I want to hear you I want to listen for you and so I'm just going to silence these other voices and I am listening and then just wait and you you will hear God's voice like it maybe it won't be the first time it may be several times later but wait like if you don't feel you can do it you can a lot of times it's just distraction or not waiting that keep us from hearing God's voice but he wants it's not totally and he wants to speak to you because I think a lot of people just question they actually are hearing God but they're questioning God is that Mm -hmm. you and how you how do you know if that's his voice well really does does it come in line with the word of God is it a truth that Mm -hmm. comes in line with what scripture says about you or that situation or that person or whatever it is that's on your mind I think we can take every thought that we have and put it towards a litmus test of the word of God. Mm -hmm. And if it lines up with the word, it's God, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and we just have to come to a point at some point in our life where we just have a simple childlike faith. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, God, I believe this is you. This seems scriptural, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's not going to speak something to you, by the way, that is counter uh, countering the word of God. And I have had people come to me and be like, well, God told me to divorce my husband. Well, if it wasn't any reason to divorce him, that was a scriptural basis. That's not God, Mm -hmm. you know, or God told me to do that. You can't rely on a gifting that you think you may have or, you know, some desire within you thinking it's actually your voice and Mm -hmm. you're mistaking it for God's. You have to know. And that's why it's so important to get that word in Mm -hmm. you, like, and to get it in you, you don't just have to do chunks of reading, although that's awesome to do too. Mm-hmm. But like Shelby said, pray reading the mm-hmm. word, like in Ashley, mm-hmm. like meditating on scripture and taking tiny little mm-hmm. portions and just letting that get in you. And it can be one line and it yeah. just totally transforms so you. Powerful. Well, and just to even give you another tip with that a lot of times people are they are like well how does God speak and there's different ways God's can, God can speak too and you might already be experiencing this you just don't know 
uh, that that is what you're experiencing. But God often speaks through pictures. Like he'll put a picture of something in your mind or a memory or something like that. He speaks through the word of God. So his, the Bible, um, he speaks through words. Like he might put like a, a thought or a word in your, mm-hmm. in your thoughts. He can speak through an audible voice as well. That's not obviously something that is happening all the time. So I don't want you yeah, to think I'm rare. sitting there <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God's speaking audibly to me every time. No, that's not what I'm talking about. A lot of it is in my mind um, where he speaks and gives pictures pictures and he can speak through other people as well so Mm -hmm. just to give you an idea of what you're looking for too if you've never experienced that those are some different ways that God can speak Mm -hmm. yeah and there's actually some great tools too and I I just want to recommend one book I just can't end this podcast without recommending this one book that actually transformed my prayer life completely Um, I think I know which one (laughs) yes it's a free download and there's a man named Mike Bickle um, and he started something called the International House of Prayer. And they have a lot of amazing free resources. Mm-hmm. And on his mm-hmm. website, mikebickle.org, you can download a, a tiny little book. It's called Prayers to Strengthen the Inner Man. And somebody handed me this book about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was struggling because I was, at that time, I was taking the time to spend with the Lord. But it was pretty dry. There wasn't much going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of doing the Christian duty of, like, just spending time with God. And that book transformed my life because I began to actually read through it. It has an acronym in it. So if you go get it, you'll see what I mean. It has an acronym in it that now I've memorized. I don't need the book anymore. But it helped me get language for how to pray, read the word, for how to... Um, pray over my own inner man. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in intercession prayer or petition prayer that we Mm. stop to actually pray over our inner man. Mm. And, you know, so many of the prayers in the Bible, there's these prayers called apostolic prayers. And almost all of them, I believe there's 92 of them, almost all of them are um, prayers over us, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's Paul saying, you know, I pray that you know, you would know the depths, the width, the height of his love. You know, I pray that you'd be strengthened, your inner man. You know, I pray Mm -hmm. that you would be strengthened with might. You know, I pray, and he goes on, that you'd have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And those prayers you can take and you can pray over Mm -hmm. your inner man. And this book is super helpful because it helps you pray prayers like that over different, um, different, like topically. It's like the first one's fear of the Lord, and the second one is endurance, and the Mm -hmm. third one's love, and then it just continues. So Mike Bickle. Prayers to Strengthen Inner Man, go download that. Yes, check that out. So we are going to wrap up for today. Thank you so much for listening, for Mm -hmm. tuning in. We want to hear from you. We want to connect with you. We hope that these stories really just bring you hope and encouragement. We are on a journey, Mm -hmm. and we're inviting you into that. So we want to hear from you. Connect with us on social media at She's Capable on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any questions or comments specific to podcasts, you can email us at podcast at she's capable.com. And keep coming back. Leave us reviews. Rate us. We want to hear from you. And have a great day. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the She's Capable podcast. Please review us, and if you like what you hear, subscribe. We also want to let you know that we have a free ebook out called Becoming the Best Version of You. To download this free ebook, follow the link in the episode notes below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.